0: Good morning, and welcome to Simply Politics. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. On today's show, Trump aims to drive Haley out of the GOP race with a big New Hampshire win, and we have a video capturing the moment the first votes were counted in New Hampshire's GOP primary. Plus, Nikki Haley sweeps the six-person midnight vote in New Hampshire. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Politics. We start off with ex-President Donald Trump looking to secure his control over the GOP with a decisive victory in the New Hampshire primary, aiming to oust his last remaining rival for the 2024 White House race. Here with us to discuss, this is our political correspondent for Simply Politics. So Michael, Who is this last obstacle for Trump?
1: The last hurdle for Trump is Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor. She's been pushing back against Trump's bid to end the GOP primary race after only two nominating contests. Haley has warned that America doesn't do coronations and that Trump's efforts to bounce her out of the contest are contrary to Republican values. What are the implications of this New Hampshire primary? The outcome of this primary will significantly impact the choice that Americans get in November's general election. For Haley, New Hampshire represents her best chance to claim an early victory against Trump. This could slow what appears to be his inevitable march to the nomination. The contest is also critical for Haley to realistically prolong her campaign through her home state next month and beyond.
0: What about the Democratic
1: side? On the Democratic side, Biden's name is not on the ballot Tuesday, and no delegates will be awarded due to a dispute between the state and the Democratic National Committee over its reordering of the party's electoral calendar. However, there is an unofficial test of the president's popularity with an organized effort for voters to write in his name. How is Trump's campaign shaping up? Trump's campaign is going strong. He's painting a picture of a nation under siege from surging migrants, crime, and economic blight. This message is resonating with GOP voters who are concerned about the southern border crisis and who are struggling with higher prices and interest rates. Trump has also gathered endorsements from former GOP candidates and has been campaigning actively.
0: And how is Haley responding to Trump's campaign?
1: Haley is calling on voters to make a generational shift and is appealing especially to independents who can join the GOP primary in New Hampshire. She argues that Republicans are tired of losing and that Trump would almost certainly be defeated by Biden in November's general election. She's also been trying to attract moderate and sometimes affluent voters. What are Haley's chances of winning the nomination? Haley is under significant pressure. If she can't win in New Hampshire, it's hard to make a case that she has a path to the nomination. She needs a bumper turnout from undeclared voters, similar to what John McCain managed in 2000. But even if she pulls off a surprise win in New Hampshire, she might still face a tough battle in her home state primary in February.
0: The first votes of the New Hampshire GOP primary have been cast, with all six voters in the town of Dixville Notch backing former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley. Here to discuss this further is our election correspondent for Simply Politics. Abby, what does this early backing mean for Haley's campaign? That was our political correspondent for Simply Politics. Thank you for your insights.
2: Well, David, while it's true that Dixville Notch is a small town and the number of votes is not significant in the grand scheme of things, it's the symbolism of these first votes that matters. Dixville Notch has a tradition of voting at midnight making it the first town in the country to cast ballots. The fact that all six voters backed Haley could be seen as a positive sign for her campaign. Interesting. And what about the other candidates? How are they faring in the early stages of the primary? It's still early days, but there have been some notable developments. For instance, DeSantis has suspended his campaign, which was quite a surprise. This could potentially change the dynamics of the race. What led to DeSantis suspending his campaign? The exact reasons are not clear yet, but it's been described as a stunning decline. DeSantis was once considered a strong contender, so his decision to suspend his campaign has certainly raised eyebrows.
0: And how has Haley responded to DeSantis suspending his campaign?
2: Haley has been quite vocal about her views on both Trump and Biden. She's made it clear that she believes the country doesn't need two 80-year-olds in the White House. Her reaction to DeSantis suspending his campaign has been along similar lines. What about the voters? How are they reacting to these developments? There's a mix of reactions. Some New Hampshire voters remain loyal to Trump despite his behavior, while others are more focused on the economy and believe it was better under Trump. It's a complex situation, and it will be interesting to see how it unfolds as the primary progresses. Indeed, it will be. Thank you, Abby.
0: And now let's shift our focus to the first votes in the New Hampshire primary, which have been cast in Dixville Notch. All six voters in the tiny town in Northern New Hampshire chose former South Carolina Gov Duther Nikki Haley. Here to discuss this further is our political correspondent for Simply Politics, Bella. Bella, can you tell us more about this unique tradition in Dixville Notch?
2: Certainly, David. Dixville Notch is the first place to declare primary results because voters there cast ballots so early. This midnight voting tradition dates back to 1960. The voting has historically been held at the now dormant Balsams Hotel, which has become a media event over the years. Despite the hotel being closed and the town's dwindling population, the tradition has continued. And how significant
0: is this early voting in Dixville Notch? Does it give us any indication of the overall outcome of the primary.
2: Well, it's important to note that while Dixville Notch's early voting is a charming tradition, it's not necessarily indicative of the overall outcome. As town moderator Tom Tillotson pointed out, there's no magic bullet that comes out of here that tells people what to do or what's going to happen. Sometimes they are right, sometimes they are wrong. The core takeaway, he said, is that people should not shy away from participating in the democratic process. Interesting.
0: And what about the votes cast this year? Can
2: you tell us more about that? Yes, this year, all six voters in Dixville-Notch chose former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley. The voters consisted of four registered Republican voters and two independents. Notably, former President Donald Trump, the frontrunner for the GOP presidential nomination, failed to earn support in this early voting.
0: And how has Nikki Haley responded to this early show of support?
2: Haley expressed her gratitude in a statement shortly after the vote was recorded, calling it a great start to a great day in New Hampshire and thanking Dixville Notch. In less
0: than 24 hours, New Hampshire's
2: Republican primary voters could potentially conclude
0: the 2024 nominating contest, which could be a significant gamble for the GOP. Speaking of the former president, despite polling competitively with President Biden in a hypothetical 2024 matchup, he has had a notably poor electoral track record. Here to discuss this further is our political correspondent for Simply Politics. So James, can you elaborate on the former president's electoral track record? Certainly, David. The former
3: president lost the popular vote in both the 2016 and 2020 presidential elections. His party also lost the popular vote in the 2018 midterm elections by the largest margin since the 1980s. After the 2020 election, when Republicans lost the Senate, he became the first president since Herbert Hoover to lose both chambers of Congress and the presidency in a single term. The 2022 midterms where he sought to influence his party's direction were arguably the worst for a party not in control of the White House in a century. His endorsed candidates also routinely underperformed other Republicans. So, despite this track record, there's still a chance he could win in 2024. Yes, there's a chance. His voters seem to turn out better when he's on the ballot However, Republicans would be placing a lot of faith in a candidate whose political instincts haven't exactly been rewarding. What factors are currently working in his favour? His chances largely depend on President Biden's unpopularity and the prospect of third-party candidates hurting Biden. However, these factors are not assured. Trump is a well-known entity to American voters. His approval and favourable ratings have consistently hovered around 40%, suggesting he has a ceiling in the mid to high 40s,
0: and Biden's numbers would have to remain down for Trump to have a chance. What about the legal issues surrounding the former president? How might they impact his chances in the 2024 election? The legal and political calendars are aligning in such a
3: way that Republicans could be nominating Trump with virtually no clue about how his legal issues will pan out. While his indictments may have helped him in the primaries, they could significantly hurt him in the general election. Polls have shown that a criminal conviction could reduce his general election margins by between five and 14 points. Given how close our elections typically are, this could be decisive. And what about his own actions and statements? Could they pose a challenge? Absolutely. Trump's off-the-cuff style can often create unnecessary problems for himself, which he often exacerbates. Recently, he has made several missteps, including mixing up names of political figures, casting doubt on the American identity of those with immigrant backgrounds, and flirting with a more authoritarian vision for a second term. These could all potentially harm his chances
0: in the general election. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. That was our political correspondent for Simply Politics. Thank you for your insights. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.